0: Hello, and welcome back to In God We Trust Podcast, where we read a chapter of the Bible every weekday. Also, follow us on Instagram uh, for more insights on our daily readings. Uh, You can also check us out on Facebook. Um, Today's Bible reading is going to be from Matthew chapter 16, and in this chapter, we will read about uh, the demand for a sign, and this is um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but I'll check it out. Um, And also we read about the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees, uh, Peter's confession of Christ, Jesus predicts his own death, and, yeah, that is all. Okay, let's get right into it. Okay, so this first little book is... The Pharisees and the Sadducees, uh, by the way, that is how you say it, Sadducee, Um, they are asking Jesus for him to show a sign from heaven, and then he has his response for people that ask for a sign. So, here we go. The Pharisees and the Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, when evening comes, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret, and interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a miraculous sign, but none will be given it, except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away." Okay, so that is the Pharisees and the Sadducees asking him for a sign. So he says to them, when evening comes it'll be fair weather and for the sky is red. And In the morning it will be stormy and then they know how to interpret the sky, but they can't interpret the time that it is. Like, that Jesus is right in front of them. They, they just don't understand what is happening directly in front of them. But, I mean, it. this for sure just all happened for a reason. So, I kind of feel bad for those guys, but not really. At the same time, because they were making eye contact with Jesus. But, anyway, he did say, A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a miraculous sign but none will be given it, except the sign of Jonah. So he's at least given them one sign, and that is Jonah going into the whale of a big fish, they say. But uh, we say, well, I guess, I've grown up and I've always thought that it was a whale, but I mean, I'm sure that it was something like that. Uh, Anyway, so Jesus told them they would get a sign from Jonah, and then he left them and went away. So that is, the demand of a sign. Now we'll be reading about the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Um, I'm pretty sure that this, well, I am sure that this talks about not um, the yeast like uh, the food, but they're talking about uh, just the way of living. So this is with the disciples here. So that's what I'm going to be reading about right now. Okay. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeasts of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They discussed this among themselves and said, It is because we didn't bring any bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked, You of little faith. Why are you talking amongst yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand and how many baskets full you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? But be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Okay, so in this little book here, The Yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees, so they were on their way to, let's see here, so they were going across the lake, and the disciples forgot their bread and then uh, Jesus said be careful Uh, be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees then they discussed amongst themselves they were like oh uh, we didn't bring any bread this is why Um, so they thought it was because they didn't bring any bread and then Jesus was like no it's not about the bread it's about being on your guard against their teachings and then they were like oh okay okay but at first they thought that it was all about the bread so but then they realized it's about their teachings instead so okay that is the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees so now we're going to be reading about Peter's confession of Christ and um, this is when Jesus asked them who do people say the son of man is and then uh, a bunch of the disciples said smaller stuff and then Peter just was like it is you and then yeah that is Peter confessing so just imagine that in your head what I'm about to read right now okay when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples, Who do you say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon son of John, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. Then he warned his disciples not to tell anyone that he was Christ. Okay, so, okay, so in this little book, um, he said, Jesus said, who do people say the Son of Man is? And then some of the disciples said, "Uh, it's John the Baptist, Uh, Some say Elijah, and then others say Jeremiah or the prophets. And then Jesus said, But what about you? And he was talking to Peter. Who do you say I am? And then Peter said, well, sorry, um, it actually says, Simon, Peter answered. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus said, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John. For this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. So, so this was all like a setup, this is all a skit, and Peter was the one that was given the information from God that Jesus was the son of man, and that he is the ruler of everyone. So Peter was the man to figure that out. And then Jesus told him that, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven." So, yeah, he's he's telling Peter that he has kings, the keys of heaven, and he's kind of in control. And I'm pretty sure that Peter was a big, big leader of the church. I think he was like the first pope or something. Um, I'm not positive but I'm like 95% sure I'll go look it up real quick so yep uh, Peter was the first pope so I'm pretty sure that he had a big role in the church and yeah that's where it all started right there is Jesus telling him okay well now the last one is Jesus predicting his own death and that is well said in the title so Let's go. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me Satan you are a stumbling block to me you do not have in mind the things of God but the things of man okay here's a little side note uh, did you know on what rock will Jesus build his church the rock is the faith that Peter expressed that Jesus is the Christ the Son of the Living God Matthew 16:16. 16, 16. in other words the church is really built on Jesus Himself. Let's go to Matthew sixteen sixteen. Let's see what that is. Uh, oh, okay, that was when uh, Simon Peter said, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God." Okay. So here we go. Let's continue the actual reading. So Jesus just said, "Get behind me, Satan! Uh, you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of man." then Jesus said to his disciples if anyone would come after me he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever wants to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for me will find it but good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world sorry I'll repeat that what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels, and then He will reward each person according to what He has done. I tell you the truth, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of man coming. So. Okay, here we go. In this, um, <clears throat> Jesus was talking to his disciples and telling them how he need to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, and then he'll be killed, and then the third day he'll be raised to dead, raised from the dead. Then Peter took him aside and said, No, never, this shall never happen to you. Then Jesus turned and said to him, get behind me Satan you are a stumbling block to me you do not have in mind the things of God but the things of man and Satan definitely fleed away from him right there because uh, Satan is scared of scripture and uh, he like runs from it he's never so the devil the devil can take over someone's conversation and you don't even know it and it's very common Um, people people don't realize how active the devil really is and how real all that is and how spiritual warfare is a real thing and we just don't know about it so it's a serious thing and the devil is around us all the time but we just need to realize the conversations that we need to be in and some conversations that we need to stay out of. So just keep that in mind throughout the day. And then he said to his disciples, if anyone would come to me, he must deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man to gain the whole world Yet forfeit his soul, then he says, "For the son sorry, for the Son of man is going to come in his father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. I tell you the truth, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom, so he said that uh, Jesus is going to come, and he will reward each man for what he has done. And then he told his disciples that some of you will not taste death before the kingdom comes. So, uh, I'm sure that will all happen for us, too. Um, some of us will not die before God comes. Um, and on that day, we will. he will either reward us greatly, or we will be thrown down into hell, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth." Okay, the verse of the day is Matthew chapter 16, verse 23, and this is when Jesus said to Satan, "'Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of man.'" So I just like that because it's just Jesus telling the devil right where to go. And um, thank you for listening and I really appreciate you guys. you're helping out a lot you're giving me motivation and also, I would really appreciate if you could somehow rate the podcast you just hit like the little star thing and then hit five. I guess you don't have to hit five, but uh, you can hit whatever you think uh, actually, I think it helps out if you See if some people give it a bad one and some people like it. So I I really don't care. But, yeah, Uh, I would really appreciate that. So thank you for listening, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, ciao, bye.